community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Here we are. Happy Thursday. Thank you so much for being up and Adam, making us your first podcast of the day. My name is Adam Montiel. Crazy weather going on. I think I might be coming down with something, so I'm going to try and save my voice as much as I can today. But I do have good news. Up and Adam, this show is now heard in all 50 states. Hell yeah. That's some pretty cool stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. Today, we have on the show Charles Phoenix. LA Times called him the king of retro. LA Weekly called him the king of kitsch. The knight of nostalgia, the chancellor of cheese. He has been called it all. He is the ambassador of Americana. He loves SoCal, just loves the Central Coast. We're going to talk not only about things like PC Banderson's, roadside Americana. Of course, you can't talk about roadside Americana and not talk about the Madonna Inn. Charles Phoenix has been up here to perform before. I would love to see him back up here again. It'll be a fun conversation after some lo-fi headlines. Before we get into that, we'll tell you about our friends. We help you legal. Get ready for a legal solution that's been a cornerstone of our community since 2000. Christina Knoll, Chris Rush, this dynamic mother-son duo behind We Help You Legal. Two convenient locations, including Slow and Paso. They are your go-to team for emergency same-day or next-day documents. Save on things like trusts, wills, powers of attorney, deeds, even divorce. How do you save with them? Well, they're not lawyers. You're not paying an absorbent amount hourly to get their services done. You're not getting legal advice. They offer efficient, reliable service so they will execute your paperwork flawlessly. You know, all 50 states download this show and they can help you. But if you are in California, they can help with LLCs, corporations, and more. WeHelpYouLegal.com, full range of services and 23 years of expertise in simplifying life's legal matters. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. Is your dog under the weather? California veterinarians can now offer virtual services. Under a new state law, vets in California can now do telehealth services to their patients. I don't know of any on the Central Coast that have said they're jumping onto this. You know who's not jumping onto this? The American Veterinary Medical Association. They don't support the new bill. And they say it's because, quote, telemedicine does not involve an in-person physical examination or diagnostic testing. It limits a veterinarian in gathering critical information about the animal patient, especially for patients that might not regularly be receiving vet care. Ultimately, these organizations say a wrong, missed, or delayed diagnosis or an inappropriate treatment plan can result in prolonged illness and animal suffering and ultimately costs the animal owners more. I'm going to see if I can get a vet on about this and run it back. I feel my voice is just off today, so I apologize for that. We shall see. But onto a bill that is not in effect, but is being proposed right now. Also in California, it would ban addictive social media content for kids, a default daily time limit, and restrictions on what hours that apps could send notifications to minors would also be mandated by this landmark bill. A first of its kind, Senate Bill 976, introduced this week, would also outlaw social media platforms from sending notifications to users under 18 during overnight hours and the school day without consent from a parent or guardian. A default time limit of one hour daily and having the settings on all accounts for minors default to private would also be mandated by the bill. The legislation, if passed, would be pretty landmark in the nation. 
The only other state I know proposing a similar bill is New York. Last week, the Florida House of Representatives passed a bill that would ban children under the age of 16 from using popular social media platforms regardless of parent approval. Lawmakers, teachers, health experts have long rallied across the aisle for more regulation of social media for youth across the country. U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy said too much time on the internet has negative effect on kids' and teens' mental health, including depression, anxiety, and called for tech companies and lawmakers to take immediate action. A few months later, the American Federation of Teachers issued a report blasting social media's effects on students, saying it is the, quote, root cause of a mental health crisis among children. And yesterday, five social media tech CEOs, including Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, faced questions from lawmakers about their, quote, failure to protect children online. And finally, have you seen this trend? Convenience stores turning their restrooms into little dance clubs? Now, most roadside convenience stores don't want you using their restrooms. And well, the feeling is mutual. But one chain is making their bathrooms a lot more fun. Hop shops, they have locations around the country and they've installed big red buttons in their bathrooms with a sign that says, don't push this button. But there's an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, which signals that you should definitely push the button. If you do, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club. Lights, an actual disco ball, music. A manager says the disco party bathrooms have gone viral on social media and they're such a draw that people are coming in just to go to the bathroom. Another woman said she's actually trying to hit up all of these disco bathrooms, like it's her pilgrimage or something. The idea was to do something unique, bring people in and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're there. It's pretty smart. They started trying it at one location last year. It's been such a hit. They got a half a dozen and growing. Listen. One push sets the balls in motion and starts a party in the potty. They'll just burst into laughter, and then they come out, and they run out and grab family and run back in the bathroom, and it just brings a lot of joy. It's pretty wild, pretty fun time in there. It's funny. I love it. We had a 60-year-old lady that went in, and she came out, and she said that was the best day of her life. Sounds like the downstairs men's bathroom at the Madonna Inn has some competition. All right, before we jump into Charles Phoenix, let's tell you about our friends at the General Store. Offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, and a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. Helping people connect with dozens of local makers is what they are about. Check them out. 10 years on the park downtown Paso. Open daily 11 to 6 and 10 to 6 on the weekends on Instagram at General Store Paso. And don't forget their Share the Warmth campaign with Echo. Echo does some great work for needy homeless folks, and they're doing something right now. They're asking for new twin-sized blankets and sheets. I got the link in the show notes if you want to learn more. There's even an Amazon wish list. If you don't even want to do anything, just a few clicks on your phone, you can buy it and forget about it. If you want to pick something up, you can drop it off at the general store. Again, 12th Street, along the park, downtown Paso. Up in Adams, lo-fi headlines. Charles Phoenix. He is an American pop culture humorist, a historian, author, a chef whose work explores the 50s and 60s in Americana. He's widely known for his retro slideshows where he tours around the country featuring a collection of vintage film slides capturing mid-century American life and culture set to his commentary, which he's just a funny guy. It's been a while since he's been out here. I'd love to bring him out here to do a show. He was at Cal Poly years ago, though. We went wine tasting. Fun dude. 
The LA Times has called him the king of retro, LA Weekly, the night of nostalgia. He is indeed the ambassador of Americana, while also describing himself as a man with a particular Pee Wee Herman, Martha Stewart, Howell Huser sensibility. That is definitely his vibe. Charles Phoenix, thank you, man, for being up in Adam. I'm thrilled to be back on your show, Adam. Okay, so first of all, I've been watching some of your cameos. You are really good at these, and you over-deliver. Like, some of your cameos, they're so cool. You're doing it for several minutes. These people just must absolutely love it. Gosh, I had no idea that cameos are viewable from other people other than the ones that are getting them. I didn't know that. Well, they, put, something a, every- they put a couple up there just so you could see what it's like. Yeah, I just did one a few minutes ago. And, you know, I mean, I it's it's easy to do because you can just kind of, you know, chill out and like talk to the person kind of directly, even though they're not there yeah. and you don't know them, you've never seen them before. <laughs> but you have stuff that Cameo gives you a little bit of stuff to say. So, I mean, because they fill out a little form. So, yeah, I love doing the cameos. I'm all about it. Absolutely. Yeah, you were in some uh, room, a, a hotel room in Palm Springs, and you were like showing the room off. And I was like, he's really good at this. Like, it's just super personable. But that, I mean, even like, remember that one day you came out here and you had a couple hours to kill? We went and went wine tasting and we had a blast. I do remember going wine tasting with you and tromping through the vineyards and then going <laughs> into the, where they squeeze the grapes. Right. And then, um, we met a vintner. Yeah. Yeah, we met a wine maker, And I, totally. don't even, I didn't even know what a vintner is. And since that time, Adam, when we hung out, that was like eight and a half years ago. I know. I haven't met a vintner since. <laughs> well, you got to come back up here. We got to get you up here to perform. I mean, if you don't know Charles Phoenix, uh, his performances are they're awesome. He's, it's Americana. It's American humorist. He's a, a speaker and just does a fantastic job capturing the really charming aspects of America from the 50s, 60s, and 70s in just this really retro way. And honestly, you were one of the first people I thought of. I have loved P.C. Banderson's since I was a kid, but I saw your post and I literally thought of you after that. I'm like, he has got to feel this down in L.A. Oh, I mean, this this closing of Anderson's, I mean, split, wait, wait, wait. It's called Pea Soup Anderson's. I've been corrected. Yeah. Pea Soup Anderson's. Call it what you will. Anderson split pea soup, whatever. I mean, it has sent a shockwave through the roadside lovers of California and beyond. I mean, this is big news. Pea Soup Anderson's is a roadside icon for the ages of all time, 100 years I mean, the only other roadside attraction in Southern California that that is kind of as old is Knott's Berry Farm. Actually, it's a little older. But Pea Soup Anderson started in Buellton in 1924. So they made it about 100 years. Wow. And of course, they were Danish immigrants that started it. And they didn't start with pea soup as the specialty of the house, but it soon became the superstar, you know, item on the menu and they rebranded. And then, you know, that Happy and Pee Wee, the little characters, (laughs) right? they were like completely, totally designed in the late 40s by a Walt Disney animator artist. Really? And that, yeah. So, you know, it has, they have that kind of showbiz connection, which I, I really love. And the guy's name was Milt Neal. Yeah. He worked on uh, Fantasia and Dumbo. And then he went on to help develop uh, Howdy Doody, that show that was a kid's show on TV like in the 50s. So, I mean, there's a lot of lore. There's a lot of legend. There's a lot of landmark that is associated with Pea Soup Andersons and Buellton. So, you know, the thing is, though, it's like, I mean, we knew the writing was on the wall. The last time I was in there about a year ago, 
I mean, the place was quite the extravaganza, quite a huge property, a big giant restaurant, banquet rooms and a bakery and a gift shop. And, you know, that that business model just, you know, doesn't really it's hard. And I mean, with pea soup as your superstar, I mean, do you like pea soup? I mean, I do, but do you? I do from there. I mean, I got into it only literally because of Anderson's pea soup. When I was a kid, we'd go there and I would always avoid it. But then as I got older with my parents, they would, my dad would always encourage me to try it. And then every time I would go there, I think we went there with my dad and sister maybe about four or five months ago. And I'm so glad we did. And I'm so glad the last time I was there was with my, you know, my fam just on some, you know, trip that we didn't even plan, but I'm going to definitely miss it. I mean, been going there since I was a kid and I remember seeing all the different iterations that they would do like, oh, now it's the Christmas market or they got the thing upstairs and then they closed the thing upstairs and then opened this side up. I love that like sharp cheddar cheese spread on those croutons that they did. I mean, I just love pea soup Anderson's. I know I do too. Everything about it. It was the real deal, the genuine article, the real McCoy. And you know, they just don't, well, I mean, we could sit here and say this all day long, but they don't build them like used to. So, you know, it had a long life. There is one location still left in Santa Nella. So if you're on the five going between LA and San Francisco, uh, I go that way usually, but, and you know, I'll stop there and grab a bowl of soup or whatever. I mean, but you know, sometimes I actually just pass it by because like I'm in a hurry or whatever. Right, right. Most people are in a hurry. So that kind of sit down, you know, to eat experience, like dining, literally, um, experience is kind of, you know, lost on today's generation. So, you know, I get that it's, I get that it went away and, you know, it just, nothing lasts forever. I think about the times I signed that big ass book. I mean, how many times have you signed that big ass book, right? Uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> the guest book, I mean, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Let's talk yeah, about and some... also we Go cannot ahead. we cannot let we cannot not talk about the incredible iconic photo op experience yes. that they have. Where you stick <laughs> your head through that board that's painted with happy and peewee. Right. I mean that's been there for that's been there for at least seventy years. Yeah. No. And, I, I mean I got pictures of me as a you know nine, thirteen, twenty two, forty one. Like I mean I've you know taken pictures with that you know facade for my whole life. I love it. And by the way, here's my thing. I'm just thinking that, you know, okay, I get it. They're going to bulldoze the restaurant. But as a local landmark, that little happy and peewee pea soup Anderson's little, you know, photo opera, you put your face through the little holes that has got to stay there as a local landmark. I mean, we cannot just throw the baby out with the bathwater here. I totally agree. And I, it's funny because the KTLA article said, you know, tearing it down for good. The local NBC affiliate up here mentioned temporarily, but used the word redevelopment. So I definitely think there is some demolition going to happen. But what they do to preserve, I mean, do you think there'll be any iteration of pea soup as we move on, Charles? You know, I don't know. I mean, they they better sir save the little photo op. Um, you know, and by the way, I mean, I don't think we mentioned what a visual extravaganza the place was. I mean, basically, if it were, it could have been plopped in the middle of Fantasyland at Disneyland. Right. The inside is all yeah. decorative and colorful. The outside was like Tudor style, very old world, European, and just like, you know, basically Fantasyland at Disneyland. So it had that style guide to it, which was part of the attraction. You know, and when you stop there, like your mom would always have to get something in the gift shop and you'd want something and the <laughs> right. bakery items to go and all of that. I mean, 
it was truly an extravaganza for the ages of which we'll never see the likes of again. I mean, as I said, though, the one in Santa Nella is still serving. I mean, who knows for how long they did ultimately have four locations. There was one in Carlsbad and there was one in Mammoth Lakes. I never went to the one in Mammoth, but I did go to Carlsbad and, uh, of course, Buellton. Oh gosh, it just just it's it's a little bit, you know, it's sad. Almost as iconic as the place itself, Charles, the freaking billboards. The billboards. Oh, the billboards. I mean, you they were all it. over That's California hard. and they never left. They were. I mean, yeah, the billboards alongside the the highways saying pointing you to the direction of how many more miles it is to Pea Soup Andersons. I mean, that's part of the iconic roadside, you know, attraction of it all. It was truly, truly a car cultural landmark. And, you know, it deserves to go down in history as as one of the greats. Let's talk some other pieces of Central Coast Americana. I'm sure you've got to be a fan of the Madonna Inn. Where do we begin? The Madonna Inn. <laughs> I love Madonna Inn. So the Madonna Inn is the kitschiest hotel in the world. It's been there since 1958 in San Luis Obispo. And the main color is, well, by today's standards, we'd call it Barbie pink. Right. The dining room, <laughs> you know, the dining room there is the most extravagant. I honestly don't think there is a more over-the-top dining room experience in the United States than there is at the Madonna Inn. Yeah, the Gold right. Rush Steakhouse. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, can you believe it? Check it's it out at Christmas. You ever seen it at Christmas? My God. Oh, God. yeah. I mean, they decorate it for every season. So, I mean, the, the Madonna Inn, the Madonna family, I mean, they are still keeping the tradition alive. Um, it's a miracle that place is flourishing and it is really doing great. In fact, I'm going to officiate a wedding there in a couple of weeks. Wow, cool. Yeah, I know. It's going to be quite a party. People are flying in from all over. Oh my gosh, Charles Phoenix emceeing, officiating my wedding at the Madonna Inn. What a trip. These, this couple is so lucky. How fun. I know. I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. You staying there? Of course. I, yes. I don't know which room I'm going to be in, but it's always a surprise. Right. I have stayed in the caveman room there. And as I recall, the caveman room, they say, you know, has waterfalls. Yeah, there were seven waterfalls in the room. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're it's like you're living in a ride in a theme park. Yeah, right. When you're, <laughs> Madonna Inn is kind of the theme park of hotels because every single room is decorated a little differently. And um, it's it's unique in all the world. Very special. The cakes there, the coffee oh, shop. Oh, man. I know. You want to know a little secret to the bakery? Everyone goes with the cakes, and the cakes are awesome. But chocolate cream pie there, it's unbelievable. I I love that. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, we talked about the dining room. I mean, the the dinner house, dining room or whatever, but the cafe. Yeah, Copper Cafe, uh, yeah. I love it. I love it, too. And there's no going back and forth um, on the 101 without stopping there. And of course, a few miles down the road, we will miss stopping at Anderson's. I mean, pea soup Anderson's. I keep saying it wrong. It is pea soup. <laughs> right, right, right. So, how good. many other places have the the number one dish they serve as the beginning of their name? I know, right? <laughs> so true. And don't know, forget with the Madonna it. Inn uh, when you're downstairs and you're in the bathroom. It's like the only bathroom in America where if women just walk in with their cameras, like you're not surprised. You know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, I mean the the men's urinal there is is iconic. Not for any any shady reasons at all. No. Um, <laughs> Thanks for distinguishing but, right. Uh, it's it's the way they built it. It's a big like kind of a rock. Well, it's a group urinal, and it's a rock. It's like you pee onto the rock. It's like a rock. It's, it's like, like a, a rock, rock trough. Rock. A rock trough. I mean, it's that. That's. I mean, that's a whole subject right there. Right. So that, good. Oh, Charles Phoenix. You can go to charlesphoenix.com. He's got his big retro Disneyland show hitting Torrance on the twenty seventh of this month. His slideshows are so funny. They're so entertaining. And if you get a chance to ever see Charles Phoenix live, it is really, really a treat. We got to get you back up here again, man. I'd love to do some more wine tasting with you and uh, have you on the show once again and and get you to do one of your performances up here. I wish I could. I wish I shall. Let's let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. CharlesPhoenix.com is the website. Hey, man, thanks for talking Slow County with me and, of course, Santa Barbara County with Peace Soup Anderson's. Getting a little nostalgic. I love it, man. Thanks for being up at Adam. My pleasure, Adam. Thank you. You can check out Charles Phoenix online, his website, charlesphoenix.com. And let me know if you enjoyed him. I think we should get him out here again. If you go to charlesphoenix.com too, you can click on in-person events and see where he's live. He's going to be playing in Palm Springs on February 17th for a Modernism Week. So really funny guy live on stage too. charlesphoenix.com. You're up in Adam with Adam Montiel. Adam Montiel. Community content from Concentrate. For links and more, visit adammontiel.com. All right, we may have some good news here on the show. We may be bringing on an official coffee partner of Up and Adam. That that is something that we never even did. We never even got on the radio. An official coffee of Up and Adam. Stay tuned. An announcement could be made very soon. Who knows? It might even be premature. Maybe I shouldn't even said anything. It's looking good. Thanks to Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. Also, thanks to our friends Dan Curcio Moonshiner Collective for original music called Start Again. Thank you for making us your first podcast of the day. Also, getting on there to rate, review, and subscribe to the show no matter where you listen to it. It does mean a lot. Stay dry. It is rainy, crazy rain, winds, rain, who knows? The whole thing, right? Cats and dogs. Be careful. Drive safe. We'll get Chuck Lindsay on again tomorrow to give us an update on stuff. Till then, I'm Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and at it. Start again. We'll start again.